Well, thanks for joining me here, Jerry. Thank you so much for being on this podcast. And, and I'm excited to have you here, man. I'm really excited to be here, too. Uh, it, it's it's an absolute pleasure. It, it is pretty funny how um, how we met. I feel <laughs> when uh, I was doing a live stream on TikTok one time, and I think I accidentally invited you on, and well, you just hopped on. <laughs> yeah, it was either I'm not sure if it was you accidentally invited me or I accidentally hit request to join. Yeah, because it might have been both at the same time or something. Something like that. It, yeah. <laughs> And it was like from me watching to all of a sudden I could hear my voice and I'm like, uh, (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny. Well, obviously we're meant to have some good conversations. So here we are. All right, man. Well, I was taking a look at your TikTok earlier today and, um, and you told, you said something on the live stream. Is that what number account? is that that you have is that the first account that you have or you've had to remake it um so i've actually had a few accounts because i've been i want to say like practicing because what okay. i what i learned in my journey of actually just understanding tiktok is they say you kind of have to get obsessed with it for to really mm. understand how it works and i didn't want to do it i resisted for so long i didn't have a tiktok for years and then i was like okay i made this one and then it just didn't work. It was just dead. So I'm like, okay, I, I don't know what I'm doing. Let me try something else. So I went off and tried a different niche. And I went off and tried a different niche. And so uh, through doing those type of things, um, yeah, I got a few of them banned. Um, because I, I was trying to ride the wave of, like, motivation and masculinity. And anytime you mm-hmm. put an Andrew Tate clip up of anything... <laughs> Even if you just put the letter T and eight in the name, it's just like, yeah, seriously, just ban. Wow. Uh-huh. That's so, crazy. I didn't know that. That's pretty, that's like a personal vendetta against him for sure. That's not. Yeah, but I decided, you know, that's not the way to do it. And so after watching more TikTok uh, creators who kind of talk about how to uh, grow in the space, I decided, okay, well, I'll just go back and try to do my own videos and intermingle other related content as well. So like I'll yeah, make a yeah. couple of my own videos and then I'll also pull in other creators or other YouTube videos or other shorts that kind of relate. And um, that's been working so far, kind of. That's awesome. Yeah, so your TikTok name is Exposing Truth, right? Yeah, well, this one is Exposing Truth Ministry, yeah. And it's it's right. it's bigger than just the TikTok, but yeah, that's the channel. So what, you say it's bigger than just the TikTok, you mentioned it's a ministry. What does that mean to you? Yeah, so it's it's actually, uh, it's very interesting, <laughs> this story. So every all the equipment I'm actually using to you right now was actually donated to me. Um, oh, wow. To, to support that, yeah. So the laptop was like $2,000 my my lighting and, and equipment and my cameras is about another two thousand dollars and so it was like because people um they they liked the fact that i was a young person and that i wanted to use my time to promote um you know a positive message and so it's it's exposing the truth kind of like has this edgy sound to it because 
you know, right now there's a lot of uh, stuff that's being brought to light. A lot of stuff yeah. being exposed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of truth is coming out. So I, and this is actually from 2021, I think. Um, yeah. 2021, I think in October is when we actually named it and made the website and stuff. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of a little bit of an overview. Um, I mean, I don't know how deep you want to get into it, but <laughs> no, we're here, man. We've got the time. We're going in because <laughs> I know you've got some really interesting stuff that you've talked about on there. Like I was just watching a video on um, the one you posted recently about our magnetic fields and uh, and how essentially, you know, it's promoted during the during the lockdown with the whole us being six feet apart thing, it also kept us out of each other's fields. So it, mm -hmm. it takes away our ability to have compassion for each other because we're just not as interconnected. So I'm, I'm, I'm here for all that stuff. Like I, I totally hear you on that stuff and, and it's all very interesting to me as well. So for sure. Yeah, I, I feel like there's been, if you look at the world that we live in, the way that we all perceive things now is so much different than it was even a hundred years ago or 200 years ago, much less a thousand. And oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. And, and, you know, it's, I feel like we have been, a lot of the history has been removed from us. One thing that I really like about your channel is you're bringing back like the old knowledge. You know, there was a time when, when anyone was sick, they just knew how to go into the woods. Actually, I have this book. It's right here. It's called uh, Back to Eden by Jethro Kloss. This book is written in like the 1800s or something like that. But um, this is the, the family expanded the edition and added more stuff in there. But it has a whole bunch of like herbs and remedies and different stuff from back in the 1800s nice. that's compiled into one thing. It tells you how to use like tree bark which different barks to like peel off the bark and it's, you know, and so that type of knowledge used to be widespread. His parents yeah. was the one that taught him how to do that. And, yeah. um, and so it's like, that's one of the reasons I appreciate your channel so much is because you're bringing Thanks, back like actual good information, good knowledge that's practical and that's super affordable because you're literally in LA <laughs> finding stuff yeah. on the, in the sidewalks. It yeah, blows my mind. I, I seriously, I anyway, I really enjoy your stuff. Seriously. No, thanks, man. Thanks. I remember that. I remember one of the first things you were saying uh, when you accidentally came on my live stream was how plant people are like, hands down, just some of the coolest people. Like you could kind of count on those people to just be really genuine and like have your back and be like, yeah, bro, I got you. <laughs> yeah, we're just. It's like once. If you have the patience to watch plants grow, you ha I think you deal with people a little better. Maybe that's what it is. You know, that's a really because good way of putting it. Even here, like I'm in Georgia right now, um, at my friend's farm. So I actually started another channel. If you want to check this one out, because yeah. I'm promoting it for him. Yeah, it's called Grateful Roots Gardens. Yeah, and, um, yeah. It's uh, it's his, far it's the farm here, and I'm running his advertising and marketing. So I'm promoting him in the community. I'm, you know, doing all the graphic work, printing out flyers, and pretty much is using all my knowledge and helping him out 
as best I can. And I even made him a TikTok channel because I was like, hey, why not, man? Let's see what we can do. Yeah, that's great. And, yeah, so it's it's been fun. Um, but, you know, it, it's like that's that's what I love doing. It's like I love advertising. I love marketing. I love sales. And I love gardening. And so here I get to do both of those things. I get to help them out in the days, like in the mornings when I'm uh, not busy uh, on calls or stuff like that. I'm helping him like harvest crops or we're, we're um, planting tomatoes or planting different stuff. And so it's, and I really appreciate it because I get to learn because my dream yeah. is eventually to, to do it myself, you know? Yeah. From my family. Oh, that, that's great. That's so, oh, yeah, I remember you talking about how you want to hop over to the Philippines, huh? Yeah, well, hey, well, <laughs> I could, <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah, I did say that to you. I guess that's public knowledge now. <laughs> I mean, hey, there's so many islands over there. Yeah, Somebody so will know where you are. Yeah, you're right. But I don't even know. I mean, I, I, that's, that's, if that, if that works out, that would be the ideal thing. Yeah. Um, for me, actually, there's a, a couple friends of mine who are in this uh, company called Remote Sales Manager, and they help. They help businesses fill sales positions with remote employees. Oh, and, wow. Uh, the, yeah, they want, they actually are considering um, having me come and travel with them and help document their journey and do a bunch of video work and help promote their business. And oh, wow. So, yeah, so I may be able to travel with them and do some pretty cool stuff overseas once my passport comes back. Um, yeah. But, you know, so I, I'm, I'm up, like, I'm a free spirit, you know, I, I don't, I'm not locked down. Like I, I've been uh, blessed enough to where I haven't been able to like be locked down by nine to five or, you know, a corporate job for quite a while and yeah. being used to that freedom. But now I realize, okay, I need to, I need to value my time more, get more skills so that when I do do work with people, I can have, bring more value and get more, uh, more money for it. You know, Totally. Yeah, I don't know about you, but I feel like the the currency of the future kind of is going to be that it's going to be skill. It's not just going to be, you know, exchanging time for money. It's really going to be the value that you can provide for people to actually help them live their life, you know? Mm -hmm. For real. You know, the, Andy, one thing I really like about his business here is he, he wants to like install gardens on people's properties. And he's got tons of work already of pictures where he's installed greenhouses. He actually has trained how to install aquaponic systems, hydroponic systems. Wow. So yeah, so he's like the real deal. <laughs> yeah. So That's uh, sick. He, yeah, so he can just come in like you know if you have a plan, and you have the budget, set everything up, get everything working, and then hop out, and now you've got a self-sustaining system so you can feed your family year after year, and all you need is a little maintenance, you know. Yeah. So. Oh, that's great. That's his vision. Aquaponics, that's better for people like live in the city, right? Who don't have a lot of land or am I totally yeah. off? No, no, no. Both of them are both of them aquaponics, hydroponics. Um, yeah. You know, even if you want to do it in pots, like there's still ways where you can do some really nice stuff in pots, like, like with gutters. But to answer your question first, um, aquaponics is where you have like the, the plants are set in water but there's fish as well in the system and the, the fish 
uh, eat food that, and they poop, and the plants use the waste. So it's like this system where the plants kind of like give back to the fish, and the fish give back to the plants, and so it's a self-sustaining system. And people who like to eat fish will do that, so that way they can also have another food source. On top of the food, they can also have fish to eat as well. So yeah it's it's just another way of like using the same space you would for a hydroponic system, changing a little details, but being able to add another food source also. That's amazing. Wow, and you can do so it what, in a pretty small space. Yeah, that would be really helpful because I feel like that's one of the biggest things for so many people that's intimidating about growing your own food or herbs or any of that is space. I mean, like, I live in a studio apartment with my partner. You know, we don't have a lot of space to do that stuff. Luckily, we have a little bit of a garden outside, but so many people just live like stacked on top of each other mm-hmm. that I feel like it can be really daunting to even try and look for ways to make that work, you know? Yeah. Well, one cool idea that I saw for strawberries especially, and I think for other type of plants it could work, but I know really worked well for strawberries. You know rain gutters you see on the side of the house? Yeah, yeah. You can get rain gutters and they're not terribly expensive and you can set those up and just fill it up with good dirt and then plant strawberries in it. And then you can have those running as long as you want and as stacked as many as you want. And the strawberries will just be pouring over the side. My friend was telling me about that. I was like, that's genius. The way to use space. So instead of having to like plant on the ground, you can plant on one like, you know, thin area of space two, three high and get that one rack to hold however many strawberry, you know, plants you want to have. Uh, and they, and they just keep growing year after year. Strawberries are yeah. something you need to do anything with. It's just right. you plant it once and then it just. When it's their season, they're there. Yeah. And then totally. it rains. And, and if you have it stacked good enough, you can even have like the water will pour down. That's amazing. Yeah, dude, you're learning some really, really valuable stuff for sure. Like I can see you helping. I know for real, like I can see you helping a lot of people set up their systems and learn all this stuff because it's it is it's super, super valuable stuff. I remember you telling me on the live something about um, what are those those indoor those fancy indoor growers that they sell for like lettuce and microgreens that are taught you were saying there's a version you can make out of PVC pipe. Hmm. Well, I know that with like, for, for indoor growing, the, the difficult challenge is lighting and right. then like air, airflow. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say for indoor growing, if someone is a beginner, like the best thing to do is just buy a setup, you know, they have, they have little nice, <laughs> you, you... <laughs> so uh, for all those who are 420 friendly, you know what those indoor grow box setups looks like. I mean, they even used to make them like out of PC cases. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's essentially like a big tent with a reflective liner on the inside, and it has like a nice rack, and then I have a fan on the back. And you know, what with one of those, you can literally have pots on the ground and have racks in there. They make them in many different sizes, and you can have those in an apartment, and no one would even know. 
um, because that was how they were sold back in the days. You could grow yeah. you know, anything you want inside and no one's going to know what you're growing. So it's the same, <laughs> same type of setup. <laughs> that's the way though, man. That's, that's seriously the way. Like there is a way to do it. That's the whole point. The, it's the value proposition, you know, yeah. it's about, it's about what is more valuable to you paying the upfront cost to set the stuff up and the seeds and the learning experience of time. Right. But then you have a lifetime of knowledge Yeah. or wait until you're in the emergency room because you have some sort of ailment or disease that now you've lost all that time where you could have been building your health up. So now you have to catch up and then try to build and start and, and do something about it. So it's like, yeah, it's, uh, it's, and it doesn't, I mean, you know, no one has to start going, spending two, $3,000 on some, you know, growing setup. Right. I love, I love those TikToks where it's like, it's like, you, you, if you think your ladies are, uh, are expensive, it's like, don't let them find chickens and farming or something like that, you know? <laughs> and then it's a, it's a, it's a dude like showing his wife with a bunch of chickens running all over them. It's like, you know, so it's, it's hilarious, but uh, it's, it's, it's true, but it doesn't yeah. start that way. No one starts right. that way. I, mean, I, I started with a shovel. Yeah. You know, and then, and then you learn how to use a tractor. Yeah, start small. And yeah, I think that is it's the intimidating thing, right? It's like people on the in, on the internet especially because people will show you like, here's my setup, here's all the things and it's like, <laughs> how the fuck am I supposed to go out and just make that happen right now? And it's like, no, this stuff takes time and you do it one step at a time, you know, you're not going to go from buying produce at the grocery store to next week growing all your produce. Like that's definitely not how it's going to work. But it's like you said, if you have the patience to watch a plant grow, you have the patience to set all of this stuff up one step at a time to make it work for yourself. And yes, yeah, same thing, like you said, with the value thing, you know, you bring a man a fish, you feed him for a day, you teach him how to fish, you know, feed him for his life. So I'll say this too: one, one hack that, that I know every single farmer, gardener, agriculturist, whatever they want to call themselves will, will agree with me on is this, if you really want to learn, volunteer. So here at our farm, we have a volunteer program where one lady, Barb, Barb, um, she comes every Monday and she helps us to harvest for the CSA. So she volunteers her time and helps us to pack the boxes, help us to do all that stuff. And then she gets free food. You yeah. volunteer at a farm, you're going to get some food. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, how are people going hungry when you got farms all over this country? You know, good, good, actual home farm grown food. And I mean, yeah. maybe not every farm is going to be organically grown, but if you volunteer, you can still learn, spend time, uh, grow a relationship, get that community mm -hmm. aspect. And farms always have some of them. I shouldn't say always, but some of them will have different events like fall events and strawberry events, yeah. you know, depending on stuff like that. So, if you just support local farmers and look at where, you know, what are the local farms around you and go yeah. visit them, they're not going to turn you away. You want to give me an hour of time? Of course. Yeah. For just, for, yeah. For just here's a shovel. <laughs> <laughs> right. For sure. Yeah. It's the, it's the cheat codes.
it's it, you yeah. know like in college you can't get that at college you can't just go up to the professor and just like i mean maybe some of them are kind of cool like that but right this is way different no totally totally and and like you said that community aspect and building relationships is so important too especially these days because we're not only so disconnected from our food like you said but we're so disconnected from each other and I feel like that is the perfect environment to get everybody together and start relearning and reconnecting and really kind of stepping back into the power that we have. Because I was thinking about this yesterday. I was like, when the actual fuck did it become a luxury to grow your own food and not a luxury to buy it from somebody else? Like that's the world that we live in today. It is the normal, have somebody else grow your food and you ha- it's a, literally a luxury to be able to grow your own. What? That's crazy. <laughs> like, that's I've so backwards. I've never thought about it before, but that is so true. And it, you're right. Wow. Right? You know, like, that's it, backwards. <laughs> it is. And, and the, what, I like how you, when you said that about the community, us coming together, connecting with one another, and also connecting with the earth itself. You know? It's yeah. like it's this beautiful system that just continually gives back to us as, as long as we take care of it. The sad part is like, it seems like there's a, 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 a movement to destroy it and not even, I'm not even talking. I don't want to go to like, <laughs> you know, uh, how do I put this? It, it just, I don't want to go too deep in it, but we've on TikTok, anyone on TikTok has seen the channels talking about these trail derailments and the stuff going on. Like, you, you have to have your your ears shut and your eyes closed to not think like what what's happening with the poisoning of the water systems right. you know or our and, air or, or our the food air. <laughs> right. yeah so it's it's i think it's as you said it may be a luxury maybe we need to start thinking more luxuriously <laughs> right well that's how we got to where we are now you know like we created all of these needs that are luxuries but have now become needs like it is a need to have a tempurpedic bed for some people and it's like no it's not you know or, yeah, or have right. a tv even like if you don't have a tv in your house that's weird that is like a necessity these days but mm. it's it's not and so it's like yeah our view of luxury has totally shifted and what that means has totally shifted but yeah, and I think, too, touching back to what you were saying about the earth just being the beautiful system that, you know, gives so much to it, it's like, we're a part of that system. So we work with everything else. I remember reading a quote, just talking about plants, like we need each other. Our exhale is their inhale and vice versa, mm-hmm. even just on as simple as a level as that. And I don't know when or how or who convinced us people that we are somehow above everything else. But also it seems like there is an agenda to convince the people that we're the parasites and like we're the problem, which mm-hmm. we have caused many problems in this on this earth, but it's like, it's based off of how we've been told to live. Think about this, think about this. The people convincing us that we're the pro- that, 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 that we're the problem the people convincing mm-hmm. us that we're the problem 
are also the people who own all the corporations that are actually causing the problems. So if it's strange, though, that the people (laughs) that we're the problem, but we don't own any corporations that cause uh, all the problems. So maybe maybe they (laughs) well, let me leave it at that. (laughs) No, no, but you're so right. And it's like, that's not to excuse our our participation in it all but it's like we've been kind of bamboozled like we've been told that this is what we need this is what we have to do this 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 to build up these corporations like you said when they're not really taking a lot of other people into account you know it's it's about corporate greed it's about them growing as big as they can a lot of people really don't a lot of those corporations don't really give a shit about helping people and no, so it's, it's like about, they it's don't. About like, minimizing risks and cutting loss yeah it's crazy and so but then like you said they'll turn around and and point the finger on us it's like well you have to stop using plastic straws you have to stop doing this you have to stop doing this meanwhile you go into the grocery store and all of the food that you buy is wrapped in fucking plastic but then they charge you 10 cents for a plastic bag it doesn't make oh, any sense. Man. Yeah. It's, so. Yeah, and then, well, and then I don't know if you've heard the whole, this conspiracy theory. Uh, I don't know if you want to go deep down in it, but someone told me that apparently the Rockefellers knew that gas or petroleum oil is is a natural resource that is produced by the planet, and it is mm-hmm. not a limited resource. And they had to like do this whole propaganda thing to make the whole world believe it was a limited resource. And that's why they're able to charge as much for it now. For me, I don't know. I don't know. I've, I've heard it's crushed dinosaurs. I, I've, you know, I've, yeah, or like just millions of years. And I, I don't know. I've heard all sorts of different stuff. For me, I don't need to bother my mind with all that stuff because, yeah, you know, it's been here ever since I've been here. It's probably going to be here when I'm gone. <laughs> but, yeah. um, yeah. It's no, I, I hear you. It, it really is. And, and like, I, I, same thing, like you said, I, I, I get interested in trying to figure out the way that things are working. But it's so complex and so confusing. And there's so many things that I will never know. I will never see. I will never understand. But I've seen and heard enough to where anytime I hear something new, I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't put it past them. Like, I don't know, but I wouldn't doubt it. And that's why it's so I was having this conversation with um, one of my cousins because they somebody had sent them some flat earth TikToks Mm -hmm. and they were like, do you believe the earth is flat? And I was like, you know what? I don't know. Like, I really don't fucking know it. Maybe. I'm not convinced that it is or it isn't, but what I do know is that these people could find some sort of incentive to lie to us about whatever. Well, the the things that are frustrating to me about even with the flat earth thing, because for for me, it it, maybe this culture, but for me, it's just easier for me to imagine the earth as a sphere. It just, it just, it's easier for me to do it that way. And especially when I was in the I was in the Air Force for a while, and we learned about oh, yeah. I was avionics, so we learned about how airplanes work, and like how they take into consideration the rotation of the Earth. This is what we were taught. So it's like, yeah. you know, 
so it's easier for me to imagine it as a sphere. But oh, however, okay. I am frustrated that our government did botch the footage uh, of this of the stuff. Like if they would have just told the truth and said either a that the footage didn't work, the mission was successful, but we couldn't capture the footage, or b like we can't do it. One of those two. If they would have just been honest, instead of making the footage, because even at this point, I, I used to think I thought they were successful, and made the footage as after the fact because they they the story was they the whatever solar flares knocked out the cameras or whatever they couldn't the cameras didn't work. But now I'm like, well, maybe they faked the whole thing because there's like underwater under. Well, it's so for me, I don't even really my mind. I don't need. I don't have time. I have way yeah. too many other things to be like worrying about to be preaching the flat earth gospel or the whatever the round earth gospel yeah it holds it uh, every time i go outside i walk and i don't like drift off so as long as that keeps happening i'm good (laughs) (laughs) no for real and that's the other thing too like yeah they give us so many things to think about so many contradicting things to think about that just fuck our minds up and like make us yeah. focus on all these things that don't really matter at the end of the day. Cause, and that, that's like, I like told my cousin, like, I don't know. I really don't know what the earth looks like. I haven't seen it myself from outer space or wherever you can get a grander view of this. Place. I have no idea, but I'm here. It feels flat when I'm walking on it, but also that makes sense. Like all their, what they tell us makes sense. So I have no idea. I really don't know, but yeah, it's, it's like, it's fun to go down the rabbit hole sometimes and try yeah, and see what other people sure. think because it's just fun to hear other people's ideas when you've heard so much of the same idea for your life and you're like, oh, maybe, maybe that could be it. But, you know, you never, who knows, man? I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, I, I per se, and, you know, I don't want to say it's controversial or not controversial, but I I ascribe with a more creationist view of things mm-hmm. per se, um, just because of, and again, I don't even want to bend culture on this. Uh, out of all the evidence of stuff that I've seen and I've heard, it kind of just makes sense to me. But that's that's me and my own my own uh, way of viewing things that make me feel comfortable. Because yeah. I know that there are other people who feel comfortable uh not or completely disagreeing with that um right that viewpoint at all so like you know i uh i i think that like you said though it's good to to look at history and look at cultures and look at like the way that people come to conclusions the way that uh, uh civilizations have like even organized and and have grown and Man, there's been some amazing civilizations through history that have done amazing things, and here we are in 2023, and we're struggling to like know what gender a person is, like um, whether it's like appropriate for kids to make life-changing decisions that, yeah. you know, at 18 years old. I remember when. I remember when you could you could buy cigarettes at like 18 you could mm-hmm. you could right now now I think you have to be 21 to buy cigarettes. Mhm. You have to be 21 to buy cigarettes. Yeah. But yet we're it's 
so there's just there's just certain things that it's like um i love i love people i love I, there's there's nothing that anyone can take from me anymore because it's all been taken so bad my life has been so like through the ringer so it's just all i've left to do is love now yeah <laughs> you know because like what what else are you gonna do add more yeah. pain yeah yeah but yeah i just i just think that there's 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 this weird weird thing happening that that I don't know if there's anyone to even like put a finger on it. Like, what's your thoughts? I, all I know is every single person I've talked to in my life and the general energy I get of the world around me is things are fucking weird. Things are not the way anybody is used to. Exactly like you said, there is something. It's not just one thing that anybody can put their finger on, but things are off. Things are dark people are sad people are struggling and desperate in so many different ways what do you see though tell me what you see because that's what i hear but what do you see right so that's what i mean it's like i mean i live in a city so i see a lot of literally stressed out and distressed people mm. and then of course the numbers that they show us in terms of the economy being the way that they are and prices are high and people aren't it's a lot of I don't want to say imaginary because that kind of invalidates the feeling that everybody has, but almost right. imaginary. Like it's on a more, I can only describe it as being on a more energetic level than a physical level. That's the only way that I can understand it really is that everybody's just kind of like energetically in the theater these days. <laughs> and yeah. it's funny because it lines up with, I don't know if you follow astrology or psychic channelers or any of that stuff, but there's quite a few people in my life, including myself, that like to listen to that stuff every now and then. And there's quite a few astrologers that I follow that look at the trajectory of the planets and what that all means. And they say, oh, around the year of 2024, 2025, things are supposed to shift. Like we're in our version, the modern world, dark ages. And around that time is when things are supposed to shift and it's the same thing in the crypto world too because the whole you know stocks and crypto market work in cycles and right now we're in what's called a bear run where everything is low and around 2025 everything's supposed to go high again and then there was this other concept that my boss brought up to me i can't remember the term i think it was something in hindu but basically saying we're we're going through the dark times right now and same trajectory period 2025 things are supposed to start to shift and then there's another shift that's supposed to happen in 2030 when it's really going obvious and essentially the light is going to become more dominant again so who knows that's kind of the time that i'm like looking out for and hoping for because like you said i don't know what it is man nobody can put their finger on it but times are well, weird the world is if weird. there's if there's one organization that i know that that would say i, I don't say it, how do i how do i say this correctly without being rude so do you Just know <laughs> right i know you're not trying to be rude yeah no it's it's the internet if you can't if you can't handle if you can't handle words then you probably shouldn't be on the internet right yeah yeah no so the catholic organization uh, they they'll put out different encyclicals, uh, which is like their direction or their like thoughts or their plans. And 
if you, I, I used to follow Pope Francis quite like, I want to say quite religiously. It was bad. <laughs> it was bad. I don't follow him anymore like that, but I, I really did follow him pretty bad. Um, because I just thought like there was, if you, if you, if you, if you know anything about finances, that organization was just really, really interesting, a very, very unique organization. And they've called out certain dates. And I think it's 2030 or either 2030 or 2031 that they were calling out for like ending world hunger and ending, ending yeah. world, world uh, poverty and all these different things like that. And then you also have the um, United Nations who they also have different plans. Like I, I'm not sure you've ever heard of there's one called like Agenda 2021 or something like that yep. or Agenda yeah, which some of these things are like sustainable development and sustainable resources, which is this whole idea of reducing emissions, reducing, uh, uh, you know, those type of things, but also bringing more food. And that's kind of why we've had these trends of like a vertical gardening where they're growing food in vertical versus. Uh, so, like, I, I, I believe that, you know, there is a desire to do good in the world yeah and yeah. but at the at the i i wonder uh if at the desire for good if there's an expense of of freedom that we're we're giving up it's like it's like we if we had more freedom we could do more good but mm -hmm. it's like but they're like no we'll give you more good but we'll take more of your freedom from you so it, right. it's that's kind of it's all it, kind of like a guise huh that's kind of, I mean, that's just how it's seeming because yeah. it's like, I want to say they're speaking out of both sides of their mouth, but you know, I, I, <laughs> I'm not that political of a person. I didn't, I, when I, when Trump, when Donald Trump was running, I was like, this is a joke. There's no way the guy that's on TV that goes, you're fired. Like, no, him. And then it was Hillary, and I was like, "Oh my goodness, no! What is this? Who am I gonna? I don't want either of them." Yeah. And so, you know, I yeah. So that happened, and that was like, I I thought Obama's was, was rough because I felt like everything he tried to do, he just got stuck. Like, no, 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 no. Mm. And then and then Trump was just like a sitcom the whole time, and then this, <laughs> this one is another uh, version of a sitcom. <laughs> It's like season two. It's like season it's really two. sad. Like my grandmother, she's like, I feel bad for his wife. And I'm like, why? Why do you feel bad for his wife? Oh my god. But it's no, just, it's, it's it's a show. But if you think about it, you know, since he's taken, since he's taken it, and and I'm not, I'm not trying to blame the one man because it's everything right. happened all at once, right? Yeah. But under his direction. All of us have lost money because our dollar is worth less. So anyone that had a million dollars in the bank at the beginning of the presidency now has 700,000 in the bank, literally, or probably less, you know, yeah. like yeah. it's, it's, and, and it's not going back up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. I don't, I honestly, I don't know if it will like not to be afraid but I think there is kind of an obvious trend that the world is digital. And right. from what I've heard, the government is going to try and create their own coin and incentivize right. people to invest in that, the CBDC, which if you're exactly. listening, 
do it. It's a trap. <laughs> but, but like, there's so yeah. many other coins out there that they don't have control over. Like, that's the whole point of crypto and that stuff. So don't, don't invest in the government. But um, <laughs> no, but it is like, it's all, it is a show. And it is very weird because if you look back, not even that far, even just in my short lifetime, of understanding the presidency and very little about the government. They lie. Everybody knows everybody knows politicians lie. That's like a stereotype for a reason. And so it is like you said it's they offer us this version of good and these solutions, but it comes at a cost of other things. And it benefits us also in these other ways that we're not really talking about because it doesn't matter to you, but it benefits us here. And so it's like, well, no, if we see your problem, and like you said, we have our freedom instead, then we can come together and be pick and choose what they were talking about that might help and be like, but maybe do this also. Maybe, you know, that's not always the way to go. Because it is. It has always been a give a little, take some more. Give a little, take some more. That's just kind of how the system seems to run. And if you look back in time, that's just kind of how it always has been. And so just the way that it's set up with a four-year term, maybe eight if you get re-voted in, they can't get shit done. Like, they can't, mm-hmm. you can't do anything in four years. <laughs> you not, not, not when you have the party fighting everything you're trying to do. Yeah, exactly. And it's always going to be that way because, you know, they think there's needs to be a balance and there's got to be enough Republicans and enough Democrats, which are also like that's only two views <laughs> so yeah. what the fuck but it's it's so silly this is like a total side note but oh, some of the hate comments i get on my videos i've gotten both sides of like oh i bet you're a republican oh i bet you're a democrat you're no the way. you're the definition <laughs> of a crazy leftist you're the definition of crazy right and i was like I don't vote. I don't tell anybody that. This is like the first time I really said that out loud. But I was like, I just, I actually don't believe in anything they're doing. So I don't vote. Yeah, and I'm not going to, right? Like, it's just, it's not I've worth my to. time. Yeah. I wanted to I vote did for before Obama I the first time. I wanted to yeah. vote for Obama the first time. And then I wasn't allowed to because of work or something like that. I missed my chance. And then by Obama's second time, I was like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh and and then after that was it wasn't it trump after that yeah it was trump so then it was just like yeah nah so i lost my shot i was gonna do i was gonna do obama first time i just turned like 18 or 19 or something like that missed the opportunity and then a second time (laughs) after he he was like he went from here to over there i was like dude i've i've heard politicians lie and okay, not hating on Obama, Obama's cool or whatever, but dude, I never saw one guy like flip flop so hard. Just flip flop. Like what does moral backbones mean? But anyway, um yeah. that's what I thought was a show. And so I I, yeah. I I haven't done it and I don't hate on anyone who doesn't. I mean yeah. if you if you listen to what Donald Trump was talking about, <laughs> he should have been president based on the votes apparently. But he's not. So yeah. what does it matter? Not that I yeah. care if he was the president or not. Because either way, it would have been the same stupid show, I think. Yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> you know? I agree. Except They're a fat man. They're a face. In, we've probably been in a war already. Maybe that's the difference. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> 
I remember seeing this um, like interview back when Trump and Hillary were running and somebody went to a Trump rally and asked this older woman, why, why, why don't you think Hillary should be president? She was like, I don't think a woman should be president because, you know, we've, she's got too many hormones going on. You could start a war just like that. And he was like, well, hasn't every other war been started by a man? <laughs> <laughs> but but it, is, it, is all, it is all just a weird show. And it's like they're just based for all of the, the moves and, and decisions interests. that are going on behind the scenes, you know, that we don't get to be a part of. And, and sometimes I think about it and I'll sit and be like, wow, this is really weird reality where we literally have these screens everywhere that are basically just showing us our like dictator telling us what's going on in the world. Stuff that has nothing to do with what's on the screen is going on around us. Right. <laughs> it, it's, it's super there's weird. a movie I think called Equilibrium with, with uh, Christian Bale in it. And mm-hmm. it reminds me of that. Everyone's wearing gray. Everyone has to like take their their emotion suppressing pills. No one's allowed to smile. Oh, dude, you should if you get a chance. If you, if you watch films, Equilibrium with with uh, with Christian Bale. Bale. Um, right, yeah, then. it's it's you could probably get it on YouTube for free. I'm sure or Google it for free. I, I know that it's free. <laughs> it's old. It's out there, but but it's the principle. Yeah. Um, that that it's very interesting and what's the the, the thing that broke so his uh, uh, let me not give it all away but essentially <laughs> like he he stopped taking the emotion suppressing pills mm-hmm. and then yeah. started healing again and mm-hmm. like that was the thing is they wanted like n- the government was purposely numbing everybody saying that this because right. there was no wars there was no crime there was no poverty everyone was you know everyone was progressing right but of course yeah of course but the 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 chancellor and all those people lived up there and all the people were down there you know but there was peace safety no crime except for outside of the walls was like a dead zone because the people who would that's where they were and then they would anyway let me not give the whole thing away no that's crazy (laughs) though do you think think you can see a sort of parallel with that in our world today with the way that technology is kind of pushed like with meta and just the way that we function with our phones now oh for sure i mean yeah. because it's it's you cre- like i you know looking at mine here you create you create a system where it's like uh you need to you need it for almost everything right like of course, we need to communicate with each other. That's important to be able to, you know, in cases of emergencies or in cases of, of whatever. And so, but yet now we can communicate with each other, but we can also find each other and we can also find locations, you know, and then we can also record pictures and videos of the location. Then we can share those with each other. So it's like, it's this tool that just becomes an extension of what you would love to be able to do like with your friends, if your friends aren't there, it's like, oh, I can bring my friends with me, even though it's not. So even though it's not real, what happens though is we get comfortable not bringing our friends. <laughs> Where in the past, we'd want to, hey, let's all get together and go and do this thing. You know, now it's like, hey, watch my live stream while I'm doing this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know? 
totally um, yeah it is like a backwards like the purpose of it was connection but it's created so much disconnection it, it can it, it yeah. can and i think there's a movement of people who are trying to like uh purposely limit the interactions they do on the phone so that they keep as much human interaction with each other as possible like yeah i for calling over texting all the time and i actually have gotten into a little bit of the voice messaging because it's like the in between of a text and a and a call, right? right. <laughs> I think totally. that, that was. A, I think we. I think we can thank Nokia for that. Uh, you remember <laughs> with the, the yeah, because okay, send a yeah back in the maybe that maybe you're probably in like grade school back in those days. Probably. Yeah, I'm not that old, but I'm old enough to remember. Oh no, maybe was, was that Altel? I just remember it was what all contractors used to have that phone where they just be like. Grr. And like send a, a voice message and then you'd hear the other guys phone like beep uh, they thought it was the coolest thing <laughs> probably was i bet it was damn back on split phones but hey um yeah so i i actually have uh another meeting with uh, with my mentor for my boot camp i'm in a careerist oh, nice. boot camp yeah and uh there it's a it's a seriously awesome uh program they help me to uh understand because sales is kind of my background but i yeah. i took a, a really long break so i wanted to get back into it and get put into a nice job and so it's it's not the cheapest program in the world but it's worth every single dollar and Good. um so i'm gonna be meeting with him he's gonna help go over some stuff and then i'm actually pretty much done all i have to do is record one demo send in the demo and then i'm pretty much done and uh and then i get to use the software that like helps me to send out like tons of applications at the same time it's pretty powerful sweet but that's awesome yeah so but um i got a few more minutes so we can wrap up um yeah any, sure. any final thoughts or like how do you what's what's your how do you how do you calm it down or t take it down to the to the close you know, i always kind of just flow i i feel like it you know it kind of finds its its way there so but that was a that was some good takes, man. Thank you for all your views. Like, for real, that it, it's so good to just have conversations like this where you can be open and share how you feel without um, without worrying about the other person attacking you because there's no need for that. And like you said, your life has been so crazy and you through the wing ringer. And even without that, just the way that the world is today, like what else is there to do besides love? You know, that's that's it. So no, for real, like I'm, I'm on that page with you. So thank you for everything that you shared today, man. Hey, no problem, not a problem. And if you really think about it, I, I, it takes more energy to be angry at someone than it really does to just forgive them, you know? Totally. Because if you just forgive them, it's just like, right, it's done. But if you stay angry, that could go on for days. That could go on for weeks, you know, yeah. for years for some people. And yeah. so it's like it, there's just simple things in life that will help people to not get wrinkles and smiling yeah. is one of them <laughs> and being happy you know yeah. so For real. wise words jerry thank you so much man this is actually a great place to close it out beautiful right. thank you so much well, for being here man i appreciate it till next time till next time for sure <laughs>